0: You're listening to this Miss, an international school suva podcast series.
1: Joseph Landau, and I am a Jew. The Nazis have ordered my family to leave Germany. We have a few days to get out, or we will be sent to a concentration camp. We are going to meet my father in Hamburg and
0: board a ship to Cuba. Cuba
1: isn't safe anymore, Isabel, my father tells me. There are riots throughout Havana. People are starving. In order to survive, we must reach America. We leave tonight. And nothing is left, left
2: after an airstrike destroys our apartment in Aleppo. Everything we own is in these backpacks. We're trying to reach the border of Turkey, and from there find a smuggler who can get us into Greece. Once we're there, we can be granted refugee status. If we make it, we'll be safe.
3: If, if we make it, it we'll have, have a new life. And freedom. Life.
4: What you have just heard is the book trailer for Alan Gratz's novel Refugee. Refugee is based on real history, the stories of three refugee children from different times in history fleeing their home countries for various reasons. This novel was the centerpiece of an interdisciplinary unit for MYP3 Language and Literature and individuals and societies. The unit was titled Refugees and Political Crises. This interdisciplinary unit was focused on looking at the reality of present and historical refugee stories and experiences. Students not only read Refugee the novel, but they also studied other examples of real-life issues and conflicts that caused people to flee, to migrate, to seek refuge in a country other than their own. The culmination of this unit was inspired by The Walk Productions and their very special project, The Giant Puppet Little Amal. And I'm just going to play you a news clip giving you a little insight into The Walk Productions and Little Amal before explaining how students worked, taking inspiration from this to showcase and educate on refugee stories.
5: To bring awareness to the global migrant crisis, a theater project is using a different kind of stage and a puppet of a young Syrian girl to stand in for millions of refugees. Now, she has come to the U.S. amid an annual gathering of the world's leaders at the United Nations General Assembly. Jeffrey Brown has the story for our arts and culture series, Canvas.
0: A 10-year-old girl alone in the world arrives in a new country. She falters, unsure where to turn. She's called Little Amal, though at 12 feet tall, she's hardly small in stature. And at JFK Airport in New York last week, she was greeted by the musicians' and children's chorus of the Metropolitan Opera. Now again, she has her own role to play, walking through a city, attracting attention, stopping to greet other children. As a symbol of the world's refugee crisis, Amir Nizar Zawabi is artistic director of The Walk Productions.
3: I can tell you that on a personal level, the first time I walked with her down a street, I felt something very deep. Which was what? Which was hope is not a cliche, and, um, and empathy, all albeit not such a fashionable word, is very important in today's world. We got a
0: behind-the-scenes look at Amal and the international team working with her at St. Ann's Warehouse, a performing arts institution in Brooklyn. New York is just the latest stop of an astounding journey an artistic idea that grew out of the real-life experiences of migrants from the Middle East and Africa living in a camp in Calais, France, with an uncertain future, turned into a theater project called The Jungle. And finally, the character of little Amal, a Syrian girl who fled her war-torn home and made a 5,000-mile journey from the Syrian-Turkish border through Europe in search of her mother she was usually greeted warmly, including by the pope. But as in real life, she was at times caught up in the anti-immigrant politics of our era. For Zimabi, a veteran Palestinian theater director,
3: Amal is also an embodiment of the power of art. For me, this is the act of theater, the first ingredient in it is you need to have something important to say, or else why should I come and spend an hour of my life? I think she has something important to say. She doesn't say it in words, but maybe that's the idea that she doesn't need to speak because we can listen to somebody who isn't speaking as well, and then our words matter.
0: Craig Leo, senior puppeteer for the project, explained the mechanics a three person team that operates Amal's movements. The puppeteers are visible, so they are part of the expression. Including one puppeteer inside on stilts, controlling her breathing and facial expressions. We spend a lot of time trying to access those emotional states and, and find out what we need to do to get that to read to an audience. When I think about my own story of growing up in Colombia and being displaced by violence, it's an incredibly personal story for me. You connected right away. That's right. Colombian born Yasmani Arboleda, who serves as the first people's artist of New York City's Civic Engagement Commission, helped coordinate Amal's schedule and imagine her potential impact. Immediately, when they asked the question, What would a little Syrian girl do when she comes to New York? I immediately thought, Gosh, I know that most people who I know aren't coming from Syria, but they're coming from Colombia, Venezuela, Mexico. Honduras. So it was really important to make the bridge into migration and immigrants in general, right, like all of the different things that displace us as humans in the world. Of course, just as with her earlier walk in Europe, little Amal steps into an extremely contentious issue here. Even as she arrived in New York, news stories showed busloads of migrants from the Mexican border also arriving, part of our own divided politics. For artistic director Amir Nizar Zawabi, this again is what makes
3: the project so powerful and i said it from the beginning they said do you think it will change anything and i went i don't know if it changes two people across 8000 kilometers it's worth doing it's worth walking i hope i think i know we affected more than two people but you know what one of the most beautiful sayings in the old bible is if you know, this is in Hebrew. If you save one soul, you have saved the world entire. And I don't think we're saving anyone, but we're opening eyes and we're tugging the strings of the heart for people. Little Amal will be in New York through October 2nd, and her creators hope to bring her to other
0: parts of the country next year. For the PBS NewsHour, I'm Jeffrey Brown in Brooklyn. And what a beautiful story.
4: So what our team really loved about The Walk Productions was this culmination of current issues, historic issues, and using symbolism to communicate a message without actually saying anything. Our students, after studying the novel, after studying these historic periods, studying migrants and refugees, and really looking at the cause and effect and the reasons why all these children across the world throughout history have ended up away from their homes, lost to families, lost generations, why all of this had happened, we then asked our students to create a symbolic product, not unlike the walks little Amal, this giant puppet, that they could take out into the world to symbolize either a very specific refugee story or they could try and encompass the big ideas of refugee stories and create some sort of symbolic product that could be displayed, could be shared, and could make a statement without them actually having to say anything. In theory, of course, that's really powerful, but we did want the students to know what it was they were saying. So... After they had finished creating their symbolic products, as we would call them, we had the students give formal speeches, kind of explaining their inspiration, explaining the the stories that their products were symbolizing, the messages they were hoping to send, and the impact that they imagined their products could have when it comes to education and awareness for refugees. So... What today's podcast episode is about, and you're already quite far into it, is we have some snippets of a few different students' speeches talking about their inspiration, their personal connection to their products and the message and the symbolism of their products themselves. And so I hope even though you can't actually see their products that you are still inspired by their empathy, by their message, by their expression of care and hope and call to change within these symbolic products and within their their words and all the thoughts, that went behind. So, hope you enjoy these speeches.
5: Okay, so hello everyone. I'm Kayla, and today I'm here to share with you my learning journey throughout this interdisciplinary unit. So, um, I gained the following understanding that I'm about to speak about from my creation process of my product, as well as the discussions we had in class this term. Um, So, first I'm gonna start by presenting my product. So this is a vishrivanka, and a vishrivanka is a traditional Ukrainian garment which um, typically it is made from linen and it is embroidered on um, blouses or dress shirts. Now the logo I chose to embroider is, a, um, is, like, the, is like a traditional emblem, so it's called the coat of Arms of Ukraine. And the reason I chose to embroider this is because it has a deep historical value since certain aspects of it have been traced back to around 2750 before Christ era. Uh, The colors I chose is blue for the top and yellow for the bottom, and of course um, this symbolizes the Ukrainian flag. And my friends, my Ukrainian friends have always told me the way they remember the order of the colors of the flag is that the yellow, I mean the blue at the top um, is like the sky and the yellow on the bottom is like the wheat since Ukraine is widely known for its wheat and it is the seventh largest wheat producer in the world. Uh, yeah. And so these elements that I chose represent the country of Ukraine, uh, thus the Ukrainian people. This connects with the refugees as Ukraine is their country, their home, and their identity. And it is not just a land. It is the people and the customs they create that form the unity of a country. This can apply to every single refugee country in the world since every country is unique and has its own aspects that build it up. And the way it affected me personally is because back when I used to live in Ukraine, I noticed how everyone was so together and interconnected through their interactions and cultures. To see something that was once so bonded and linked together shatter apart due to a conflict in power is truly unsettling. All of this together has caused me to take action so the ukrainian people are not the first and they will certainly not be the last people that are forced to migrate from their homes i believe that people from every generation should be aware of the refugee crises that are not only ongoing but that are also occurring in the future and in the past by truly caring about each other we as humans are able to support and stand behind one another to take action Uh, now to summarize everything i know that this learning journey has impacted me as a person and I can only hope that my product brings my messages to the world.
2: Hello everyone, my name is Francis. I hope your day has been going wonderfully well. So this is my symbolic product and I'll be presenting it today, which is something that I've been working on for weeks in this interdisciplinary unit. And the purpose that I've made this art piece is to portray lost childhood and the hardships that refugees have to go through. And the inspiration is basically a lot of Jewish refugees uh, are my inspiration, so like, the boy in striped pajamas, I don't know if you've seen that movie, but it really inspired me because the boy died through a gas chamber, which is also one of the aspects in my artwork. And it is also inspired by Joseph's story and modern refugees and their lives. So there's a lot going on in my product, but I'll break it down. So this is basically Joseph's life, So I guess. In the middle is Adolf Hitler, which is uh, basically like over everything. So that's why he's really tall because he has a lot of power over a, a lot, right? And then in front are his soldiers. And on the side, we have basically Joseph's house after it was raided. We have glass here to represent the night of broken glass. And there's also blood everywhere because they had to get taken away. And then on the other side, I sort of have his childhood. It didn't really imply that his that he had like fun with like slides and all that, but I showed it like his 12th party, tw- sorry, 12th birthday. So Joseph turned 13 on the boat, which meant that he had to leave everything behind in like the Jewish tradition. Uh, basically, when you turn 13, they like become an adult. And all of this is like leading up to where Joseph is. So Joseph is here standing in front of of a mysterious door, right? And behind him is like a gray memory pass. So like here is like the job because Joseph's father had to lose his job as a lawyer and then also his childhood. And basically the three black doors are like mysterious because refugees don't know what's gonna happen in their lives. So in one, one outcome could be the gas chamber, which is like basically the Holocaust where a lot of Nazis took Jewish people and they murdered them in there. And then another element is basically, this is modern refugees. So uh, it's basically just refugees fleeing. So these are like their papers that they have to carry with them in order to like show what they are. And then in the middle is the MS St. Louis, which is basically the ship that Joseph had taken in order to like escape and everything in the book happens there. So yeah, and there's a lot of colors here. So in Adolf Hitler's, he has three colors, red, black, and gray This is because he wanted to showcase power, control, and fear And each of those co- uh, colors symbolize it So the design process is a bit hard All of this was used, all of the things that I used was cardboard And basically I just gathered it all together and just made it in one thing uh, I showed different aspects that, So basically I, this product shows care towards refugees because I showcased, like, the Jewish refugees and the things that they go through. And I wanted to show people how they go through it and how we should try and prevent things so that they don't have to go through, like, another, ex- uh, sorry, another genocide that could be caused through conflict or regime that could be uprising, and, like, people that have to leave their homes to try and find another one, but they could lead to death. Thank you.
6: So, hello! On my products, you can see I have done a rough painting of what most people will probably think about of a modern city. Why I call it a rough painting is because that is actually drawn from my memories, which I will talk more about. So, a modern city, but it might have looked like this, if you can see it, as it shows in my drawing, but maybe it wasn't always how it was. My name is Kitty, and I'm here to present my INS symbolic products. So I will talk about my understanding from the uh, INS points and the LNL points. So first on INS, my understanding on refugees as uh, in global and political opinions, I think refugees aren't just people who are forced to flee from their homes. They are a symbol themselves. Refugees themselves are a symbol of the modern society. So what actually caused refugees? You might, like, what caused people to flee from their homelands in the first place? It could be war, hunger, poverty, and what caused these things? In all three stories that were shown in Refugees, the book that we've all read, one, com- one thing they have all experienced in common is power and war. This is the two things, the, the major two things that ca- cause refugees to flee. So what has caused war? There are people above us with larger and stronger powers who can let's say I'm not going to say that all they worry about is w- how much land they have in their hands but they do that is one of their major considerations and their decisions can lead to destruction of thousands of people so one decision made by let's say Hitler the simplest that he decided that Jews is uh, bad for the German economy and Millions of people just die and perish like that. S- refugees are a symbol that in modern society, it's decision made by the ones in power aren't over, always perfect. A lot of them are possible for doubts, and we should always question their decisions. And to be, if, if a decision and our opinion is constantly questioned and challenged by the society, it has a way, and that is the only way to make it into something perfect, or let's say, not perfect, it couldn't be perfect, but something that will fit most people's needs and will prevent dying and hunger and war. So now I'll talk about it from the L&L perspective. I am not a refugee myself, but I did leave my country against my will. I li- I left China against my will because it's no longer a suitable for you, place for people to leave. This drawing is a drawing I made from my memories of what my hometown used to be, and this is what I think it is now. So what are refugees actually fighting for? It's more of the emotional parts that I want to spread the message with right now, is that I think either it's people like me or people from Syria, let's say that's worse, fleeing from their homes. There is one point that I want to say. For every people that, including you guys, If we are going to run for something, or flee from something, then there is only one place that we should go, and that's the future. So refugees, us, we should all run for the future because the future holds chance, and chance holds life. So that will be my message to all refugees and everybody that will be listening to me. Thank you. (laughs) you. Uh,
7: Good morning, my name is Michael and today I'll be presenting along with elaborating my symbolic product. So, my product was inspired by Joseph's story from the book Refugee, as we all know. And so, when I was making this uh, boat, uh, it's like mainly made out of cardboard, and one side of the boat has the flags of the countries, like the most common countries that the refugees went to. Uh, The time period I focused on was when Hitler ruled Germany from 1933 to 1943. And the boat itself has many symbolic representations and can be interpreted differently by everyone. So what my boat symbolizes? The reason I painted my boat black and grey is because those colors represent like evil, death, mystery, stealth, depression and like, pretty much overall negativity. And this relates to a refugee's life because they had to go through many hard times and lost like many loved ones. Uh, the boat itself can represent the journey that the refugees had to go on while like, trying to escape the country just to try to find a new life and like a better home. So the size of the boat, you could say, were, like, was what was protecting the refugees. But some could say like, the boat itself was somewhat like a shield for the refugees. Um, so these flags include uh, USA, Argentina, UK, Palestine, the Netherlands, Poland, Belgium. And at this time, at the time, the U.S. had the most refugees with over hundred thousand. So the key concepts that my boat shows are power, human, global, global, global human interactions, and change, which we have all been learning about throughout this time. It shows power as having only one flag on one side, compared to like many on the other. It just shows like how much power Hitler had, and like not only did he affect people in Germany, but he also affected like all these different countries. Uh, it shows change because the power can affect people's lives and like the way they live, and they had to go from like living in a home with their families to like hiding on boats, just like trying to survive. And it shows global human interaction as like one of the only ways of survival was like they all had to work together to like if they really wanted to get out. Um, I think my product best represents the like life of a refugee because it like it depicts like what uh, the refugees had to go through. And like how hard, how like hard it was for them, just uh, like all the stuff they had to do just to like survive and try to protect their families. Um. So I've cho- I showed care because like uh, when making this product, I really wanted it to like be able to tell a bigger story and like spread the word of like the refugees and everything they had to go through. And yeah, thank. So, um, hi everyone.
1: As you know, my name is Sasha, and this is my symbolic product. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before I tell you what my product is, I want to tell you the inspiration behind it. So, m- I took inspiration for this product from the three stories in the refugee novel by Alan Gratz that we read in INS and LNL. So, from these stories, I took events, emotions, feelings, and then I also took the history from the INS classes and I took the facts of the novel from the l and classes and I put that together and I made a song and a lyric video. Um, so I chose to write a song and create a lyric video because not only is music my passion and something that I love, but because effective and strong lyrics with an emotional melody can um, portray a good image and can send across a message. People don't remember, as my mom once told me, people don't remember speeches or or images you show them most of the time, but they remember m- music, and they remember powerful messages. So I've included symbolism in um, the lyrics of my song, because you know you can't have physical symbols in a song, it's music. So in my lyrics, I included words such as I am human or only human, to portray that they're not only living beings on this planet, but people are suffering, and they deserve so much better. I included the ocean as a big symbol and you'll see soon in my video as a big symbol because the ocean was a big part of the journeys of all three of these characters in the novel. They all had to travel across sea to get somewhere and they all took long boat trips facing many hardships just to find peace and safety. And I've also used lack of material wealth and power as a symbol portraying you know the main factors and the main causes for refugees. And I've learned so much throughout this unit because I've seen that so much more goes on in refugees' lives besides what we see. We see almost glamorized photos, people using high-quality cameras to take photos of refugees suffering, but what are they doing about it? Just a photo won't always get the message across, so I chose to make a song. And through this, I learned that everything is interconnected, the journeys, the families, the feelings, the emotions, the hardships, the the causes of all these issues, they're all interconnected, and it's all because of power and change in global interactions, which are three of the key concepts that were in this interconnected unit. My product is taking non-fictional information and fictional information based off non-fictional events and creating them into emotional songs that will spread the message. I hope that I'll be able to share my song with more people and show them the reality of refugees. I want people to feel what I feel when I was writing this song, when I was reading the novel, when I was researching, seeing everything, hearing interviews, watching videos. I want people to feel and I want people to want to take action. Carry me
8: ashore, lay me down to rest, to cross land and sea to be free, bombs and guns, lives are lost, my hope is gone, but I must stay strong. Ever end. This can't be my future, set me free. I wanna grow old with my family. With my family. We are children of this world, born under the sun, not from Mars, not from Venus, born on this earth. Doctors and nurses Take my freedom, shatter my hope Burn my home, fill my city with smoke Fill my city with smoke Life. I am human, I am human, I don't have diamonds, I don't have gold, I have blood, a soul and bones, a soul and bones.
1: I heard the song and so with the video I tried to incorporate you know, images of the world and the ocean and boats filled with people just to represent more of the song.